0: on a journey with us to find the right tools to grow your career with our digital series from the T's. We're creating a space to talk about the business and careers of beauty as an open, honest conversation. The goal is to help you take your base wherever you're at and make your own custom formula to success with advice, salon expertise, and boot
1: on the ground specialists. You are listening to The Tease Talks with Ben Barkworth. I started in the hair industry over 15 years ago, and I've had the privilege to experience so much of this industry working behind the chair, running two salons, working backstage at Fashion Week, and creating winning photo shoot collections, performing as an artist on stage, and now as an entrepreneur running fastfalls. I want to share with you my experiences and knowledge in conversation with other industry experts to give you in-depth stories into many of the careers in the hair industry.
0: And today we have the one and only Liza Carullio. Liza, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. We are in Miami and we are here at Cosmoprof. And today we're going to be diving into Liza and my experience when it comes to working into the industry, growing up in different uh, industries prior to hair, and how we've got to where we are today. So ladies, welcome.
2: Oh my god, thank you. I'm so humbled and happy to be sitting here in your presence. I appreciate you so much. And I'm so excited for today.
0: Thank you so much. And we're just gonna, we're just gonna chat and talk about our experiences and talk about our triumphs and tribulations. And we're here in Miami, where you live. So
2: let's dive into that. Of course. I can start backwards, right? Yeah. Why not? Um, I'm somebody that always okay with challenges. I need that in my life. It literally like gives me the drive that I need to continue and be better. So this is not my first time that I pick up and go. <laughs> so I moved from Cuba to United States at the age of 22. I didn't speak any English. I have a backpack, no money, and I moved to Las Vegas, not knowing when I will see my family again. And I just kind of did the same with different scenarios. After living in the West Coast, Las Vegas, for twenty years, last year I decided to move. I decide that I would not wait for the things that I want to do any longer, because never is the best time to make big changes and decisions. So if I can say what tricked me to do this, it was my dad. So my dad passed away and, you know, when you have somebody that you love so much and that person passed, you realize how much things you didn't say, how much time you didn't spend with the person that you love. And I decide I'm going to wait any longer to move to take ownership of things. I'm going to Florida, I always was not my bucket list. It was like, oh, whatever time, oh, one day. Oh, I want to be closer to Cuba, to the Latin America, to the culture. And I was like, I am not going to wait anymore. So I have a whole full clientele. town. <laughs> I have everything, my house that I own and I left everything and that's it. I'm here in Florida, so glad. That's amazing. <laughs> I, I I'm coming
0: from Toronto, Being here has has not only warmed my body up, but has warmed my soul up. And spending time with you today has been absolutely amazing. Uh, And It's another thing that we have in common is I was also born uh, in a different country. I was born in England and I moved to Toronto when I was 10. And moving is very hard, especially into a different culture and a different environment that you do not know. I never felt like I fit in living in Toronto because I moved to the suburbs. I lived in a small, small country town and being this British kid with a British accent. And I just was always the outsider. And I never felt I fit, Um, you know, being a a gay male in a small country town. I always felt like an outsider. So I, I completely know what that's like to to move, like you said, with a backpack. And that was what you did. Well, I, you know, I moved with my family, but I moved to a very uh insecure place in my life. But now, as we were just talking about, we just realized Toronto's my home. <laughs> and I love Toronto. Toronto's an amazing city. And we just realized that we have very similar tattoos. And mine is a full circle, uh, and it's the life of the city because whenever I see the CN Tower when I'm flying home. I
2: know that I'm home. And what does yours represent? I mean, this is me and my dad on the beach. Yeah. And I want to have an inside so I can have a closer to me. So this is what's kind of like one of the last time we went to the beach together and it was like a private beach. We took like 15 to 20 minutes to make it to the beach. <laughs> it was so special and nobody was on the beach. And that's never happened in Cuba, right? There is even tourists or you know, anybody at the beach. So I remember that we decided to go to this beach. It was in like a little country side of Cuba as well, where beaches are more private. And we have such an amazing time. And we hold hands. So the tattoo is us holding hands. And it's also the cover in my phone. Yeah. I love and that. Of course, it connects us. We had one. And here we are now in Miami, which brings you closer
0: to mm-hmm. your your roots. Yeah. My which culture. And my
2: culture absolutely. Yeah. And that's beautiful. So, how did you get into the hair industry? So, not having credit, you know, you know, when you go to college, you have to have credits in the United States and all of that. So, I remember going to college, really like, ah, oh, I don't want to be an interior designer. So, uh, my background is um ballet, contemporary dance. So, I moved to America as a dancer, just in case I didn't say that. And I was looking to a way out, and I went to college. So I was- Oh, my God, it was so expensive. (laughs) I didn't know, right? So that's why I say I ended up in beauty school because it was cheap. And the reason I said that, because I remember when I went to college, the whole breakdown that I got was like 80000 Then I went to beauty school. I was like, oh, 12. I was like, "Ah, beauty school is cheap. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, my God, this is day and night. And I did two semesters. I didn't realize in college that interior design was so hard. (laughs) I remember my brother is an engineer, so he's so smart, and I would go with his math, with the math. I was like, help me out, we got to understand this math. And I decided it's not good. And I remember my friends, and they know who they are, they were like, I think that you should do hair, you should do like... Because back then, even that I was still performing and dancing, I was helping a lot of them with the hair on makeup, even for weddings and stuff like that. Some of them will start getting married. You know, we start getting older. And I remember that I would practice the abdu and I, we ended up being the person that they we have for the wedding. So they can save that money and they don't have to pay anybody, right? So I would do it for free and I was just that friend. And that's why I ended up being a school. It was maybe a motivation for my own friends that they were like, I think you're good. You should do it, you know? And I start believing, I was like, oh, I guess. I mean, cheap. okay, let's do it. So it was pretty much like that. It was a coincidence. I didn't dream it. I wasn't that hairdresser always in my head. Imagine coming from Cuba. I didn't speak English. I did a post the other day on my social media and I have two people comment. They are uh, good friends. They were some of the students on beauty school when I was, and they're so proud of me because some of them helped me to understand the book, the Miladies. <laughs> yeah,
0: you and I are so similar in so many ways. <laughs> Hairstyling was also a secondary career for me. And I was in hospitality. And uh, my parents helped me along the way uh with hospitality. My dad was a professor, so it was pick something in this school that you want to do. And they, you know, I wasn't great at math, I was horrible at English, and it was an opportunity to be able to have give customer service and experience to to someone. And I was in the hospitality industry for a long time and one day my friend says, I'm going to go to hair school. And I was like, I was 25 and I was like, I'm going to go with you. (laughs) I had never picked up a comb. I never picked up a brush. I didn't know what I was doing. And I remember telling my parents, I remember being like, I think I'm going to go to hair school. And my parents were like, what do you mean? Like you've already got your career. And I was like, well, I, I yeah, I'm I'm going to give us a go. And they were like, well, this one's on you, you know, like we helped you with your first career. And I was like, I, I think I'm still going to do it. I, I, I'm i going to give it a go. And I remember the first day of hair school, you know, when you get the bag, you got the mannequins, you get the brushes. And I remember being like, oh, it was like Christmas and then we're kind of seeing like all this stuff. But then I had no clue. What I was doing the first day, they asked me to do a blow dry on a mannequin. I didn't know how to brush. I mean, <laughs> as someone that has never like, I didn't have, I didn't do my sister's hair. I didn't exactly, do, yeah. Like, I really had no clue what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> and at 25, it's a different experience than if you're a bit younger. Or and I remember people that were in my class with me that were um, a bit older than me. And it was the dedication, the focus. But it's because of the drive of wanting to succeed is what I think the reason I was successful within school. Because I was not only just proving to myself, but I was proving to my family that I could do this. And the opportunities that this career has given me beyond the chair, because we are, what we learn mainly in school is that we are working behind a chair five days a week from ten till eight, nine, ten o'clock at night. We have, sometimes when you're doing that color correction, and I'm sure you've been there, where you're like it's two o'clock in the morning, and I've been doing this for eight hours. And, and that's one thing that's amazing about this industry is that every day is different, mm-hmm. and and that's what I love. Every day I wake up behind the chair or beyond the chair, which is what we're going to dive into a little bit more now is that every guest is different, every experience, every day. And I am just so proud to call myself a hairstylist and what I've been able to accomplish, and that's what I, I just love. We are
2: licensed to do so much. And you said that to me earlier. Yeah. And what does that mean to you? I always say, even when I'm teaching, guys, maximize your license. And everybody's looking at me like so much. <laughs> And it is so much, you know. And I don't know because I'm curious. I don't know who told me this the other day, but I'm that friend. They always about why. Oh, you did that, but why? I'm always diving deeper, right? And I think that curiosity got me as far as I'm today because I'm always like, oh no, why? Beyond that, after that, in front of that, on the sides. And I remember the first time I went to a show, I wasn't, but you can, you can be a vendor, you can make your own product, <laughs> you can be on stage, yeah, you can educate. It's just so much.
0: There's so much we can do from editorial work to fashion week, to uh, platform artists, to um, brand development. To marketing, like all of this is we can do within this industry, and we are licensed to do that. And let's—I mean, I, I am a salon owner in Toronto. Uh, we have an incredible team, and we have seven full-time stylists. We have two assistants, and, and being a mentor, being able to teach people on how to and encourage people on the growth that they can also have is incredible um being the founder and creator of fast foils uh editorial fashion week and that's uh, fashion weeks where fast Foils came from really? and i was working backstage and i i I'm, you know what it's like backstage it's busy it's crazy it's hot there's photographers there's models there's cameras there's all of that this is the energy. And I was working backstage wearing black. And I just remember being so hot. And I was like, wait a second. This is absorbing the warmth from the environment that we're in. And I was like, can we create a foil that has that endothermic technology with an ultra black coating, which will help get a superior lifting capability in a shorter amount of time while protecting the integrity of the hair. I think
2: I'm not a careful man. That's where it it's came like a, from. A, a wow moment right now. Like
0: And that's where the thought process of fast falls came from. Now, what does that mean to you? When we're talking about hair health, when we're talking about endothermic technology, first of all, we'll talk about how did you first find out about fast falls. <laughs> I know, I
2: know, I know. I think it just I mean, it's amazing how the idea came out. Thank you. This is why creators literally take things to the next level. And I mean, I fell in love with Far really release. <laughs> I was in a beauty show with that heat going on. they saying, everybody, the model, you have to get things done. And I opened my kit and I didn't have photos. I don't know how in the heck that happened because that kit, I never change. I never take things out. I just always put things in. It's completely different kit The one that I have at the salon for the same reason. You
0: Otherwise. all have those kits. Yeah. You have your salon kit. You have your photo shoot kit. You have your education kit.
2: Yes. Big tip on that. Set yourself up to success, mm-hmm. everyone. Yeah. Even when I'm packing. I know vacation packing looks like this. The other one looks like that. Do you have your checklist? Oh, yeah. I don't need it anymore because I have seen <laughs> double and triple. But that list was always off. That's why I was like, no, no. I need to have different group of things. I know when I'm going on vacation, I don't want to do that much makeup. So whatever. So it, it, it was like that. But going back to Fast Foil, I was running around the, the hair show floor. And the vendors are getting getting ready. Baby. When we're prepping on Saturdays, on Friday, there is nothing that I could buy. Of course, I could send somebody to the store. But I look, I look, and I hear you guys working. And I read, it says Foils. And I got inside. I was like, oh my God, I saw Jay. Shout out to Jay. Mr. Jay Labner.
0: our director know. of education, a uh, friend of both of ours.
2: Oh, so I was like, oh my God, I need foil. Baby, he's like, oh, do you know about Fast Foils? I thought he was with like his other brand that he worked with. And I was like, mm-hmm, but I need Foils. And he's like, mm. so he didn't explain anything to me because I was in a hurry. <laughs> I need to get things on. And I left and I was just. All my techniques and the way I treat curly hair, obviously, I know I haven't said this, but I specialize on curly hair and that's what I teach. Basically, I normally go with low volume. And I remember leaving the room, Jay was like, oh, you can do 10 volume, 15 volume. But I was already behind. So I did my 20 volume, what I would never do nothing higher than 20 volume, but I normally check every 15 minutes. For some reason, I was like, oh, let me check. And it was already the hair at the level that I need. And that was the aha moment came. I didn't went back to you guys because I didn't have the time. But I know it was next day or the day after I was like, gee, what's up with those fours? What is the reason behind that I got this lift so quick and it was so good? And that one he says the whole um explanation about why. And since then I was like, I'm all about being on top. I don't want to fall behind. I don't know if this is something that happened after 40s. <laughs> I don't know when you start getting older, you're like, I need to be on top. I need to know what is new. I need to be on what is trending. And that is a commitment that I have with myself. I don't want to look or be like an old hairdresser, right? I want to be on what is new. Um, and I was like, I need to know more. I need more of these foils. And I want to use it in a salon. I'm <laughs> <Damn> everything now.
0: <laughs> and. Uh, I love that. And because you've touched on so many topics and now I've got all these questions running through my head. And first of all, with fastballs and the endothermic technology, but it's all about hair health. And you mentioned that you're a curly hair specialist. How does that help you when
2: working with different textures? I mean, it's on brand. When I say on brand, my brand is called Forever Curls. So, when I create forever curls, that's what I was looking for. Forever the curl to stay curls. <laughs> you know, I don't know that I'm round and going around, but I was like, what if I get a technique which doesn't compromise the interior of the hair? And having the tools that can support the techniques that I do is important for me. Right. And we're working with curly
0: hair, you have to go low and slow. So that- and, and what I say with fast is it's low and slow in the fast lane. And because we are using lower developers, you don't have to use high volume developer to achieve a higher level lift. And when you're protecting the integrity of the hair, you can use 7, 10, max 20 to be able to achieve a true nine levels of lift. And
2: that's super important. And I have to say this because that was another wow moment. Also in my techniques on the way I perform behind the shirt, because I go low and I slow, sometimes I have to reapply in order to get it level 90. So I know I mentioned this to you, but I was extremely surprised how the humidity inside the foil will stay intact. I think when the lifting process is happening, it's important for that hair to stay humid. Right? You so You want when to keep that, the moisture you inside. Have to keep that yeah. moist inside when that lining is dry. You better make something else. You better reapply because it's literally not gonna give you nothing else. So that was another aha moment when I was opening the foil to do my typical application. I noticed the difference. You know, when it, when endothermic foil will
0: help keep that moisture inside as well, exactly. which keeps the the activation of the
2: oxidization with the lightener as well. You nailed it, my genius. <laughs> what yeah <laughs> <I love
0: it>. <laughs> <Interesting>. <laughs> but, Ooh,
2: these Canadians, <laughs> but,
0: but but also with the the foils, and what you were talking about is innovation, because innovation is really important, and staying on top of the industry. So you are at the top of your game. You are inspiring hundreds of thousands of people. What is it that gets you up in the morning that you love to do when it comes to we'll go into the industry first, but what is it that? And then we're we'll going to get into what is <laughs> driving you forward? Because at flows, it's all about going forward, <laughs> not that. going backwards.
2: Um, It's easy. I mean, when I say it's easy, it because it's in me, right? I grew up really poor. I'm from a third world country. So that literally changed the game for me. That changed my life. I would never change my past. And my biggest person in my life is my dad, in a way um, of inspiration. Um, Just the way he lived his life, his background, what he got to be, he was always pushing me to be better, to be the next level, and to own the legacy that he created. So I was I will always make you proud of that. And I remember he was old and he would walk around with my pictures, showing people what I do or what I've done. So proud of me. And that's, that's all I want. I want to leave a legacy that not only represent the new generations in a different way, but I want to leave a legacy that is going to make humanity better. So. If I can change anything, even if it's small, and I can add something to humanity to change things around, I'm all for one. I can just know wake up, go to bed, wake up, walk, eat, go to the bathroom, have a drink. I, I, I don't know. I think I just, I can I need to know that I'm doing something that can bring value to other's life and to keep me going i um, love that i'm too ambitious i feel like not only for me for the things that i wanted to occur on the world I yeah. you know a little bit at the time yeah so i want to be that little see who cares who's watching me i don't do it for anybody i'm doing it in general you know yeah
0: absolutely and and that was my mission with Fastfoils was to to help stylists work smarter not harder behind the chair and to create a community that has been divided for so many years and you and I were talking about this a little bit earlier is that Fastfoils we want to be bringing our industry and community together by creating a tool that will not only help stylists work smarter not harder but be more efficient and we know that efficiency is profitability but it's also fast of freedom it is allowing stylists to maybe work one day less behind the chair but make the same amount of money it's not always about money but if we can be maximum profitability mm-hmm. we have that freedom we can have you know the ability to Go to a yoga class we can have the ability to spend time with friends and family which means so much to a lot of us i love to yeah.
2: say freedom freedom because time and freedom is anything and i know some of you guys might be listening that are younger but when you get older time and freedom determines <laughs> your life if i can have more time i can have more freedom to the things that i want i'm rich and successful because money will
0: money will come yeah. when you are in that mindset mm-hmm. yeah. and when you work hard. Don't get me wrong, everything that Lisa and I've done was not because we got instant success. It has been a lot of hard work. Mm-hmm. It has been a lot of volunteering. It's been a lot of opportunities that we've been given because of the dedication to the industry that we have done. And I'm sure you're the exact same. But with that, I think I want to ask is what does 2024 look like to you?
2: (laughs) (laughs) 2024, um, every year for me is different. There is different approaches to my business and things that I want to do. Because like I say, I'm always growing, always improving, always learning, stay curious. Remember, I'm super curious. I'm always learning, but I have a lot going on. Last year, I quit behind the shirt 100%. I wasn't behind. I I was behind the shirt at all. All I did was create content and the models that I was working on, but I didn't take any clients for a whole year. So I focused in building a team that is now taking the education with me to the next level. So we're having a whole national tour going on and I'm having an international tour as well, along with the Forever Cross Academy. So I also work for Rekin. I have a lot going on with them, Fast Foils. Hopefully I can see you guys in some of the education events and be part of that. And there is so many, shows that I will be and teaching, sharing, loving, and of course, bringing more effective way to perform your everyday life, even if behind the share or your personal life. I feel when I teach people like, oh my God, what you say just, it was so good for my personal life. Or if I post something, they like, I'm not a hairdresser, but I really love what you're saying. I don't know. There is a video that is viral that I was like, I don't want to be behind the chair until I'm like, I don't know what age I say. And I tell people to not compare themselves and all of that. That video has so many comments from no hairdressers. <laughs> that wow. was insane. So I think it's just sharing a little of my life experience now that I'm 42. Like, you know, I have lived a lot. <laughs> so it's kind of like, I'm like, okay, I can share a little more. So what's about sharing, like being connected with all of you guys.
0: And I love that. And we talk about education and with Fastballs, we we have an education tour coming as well. And we're going to be working with many different artists and we're going to be hosting different artists on the podcast. And I think for 2024, when I'm talking to people in the industry, they're very excited about 2024 because there's just this vibrancy and energy flowing through, uh, because I think it's coming with change and collaboration and working together as a team. And I think that's really important for me for 2024. It was about ease and focus, focusing on the things that really matter, but also giving my myself the ability to have room to breathe. Because I don't know about you, but last year was busy. <laughs> and busy is great, but sometimes it gets a little bit out of control. yeah. And I think that is kind of what my goal is for twenty four is just to 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 be busy, but also have time to, you know, and what do you do to
2: relax? I'm interested to. Know. I mean, that's why I move here. I think the beach is my number
0: one. The oh, I session. love that. I mean, I went for a run this morning and I did my affirmations on the beach. Sun was rising. Right. You can probably tell by my rosy skin that I didn't put sunscreen on and that's
2: okay. It was okay, right? <laughs> yeah. So I grew up by the beach. Like I remember me and my brother, we were kids. We would go to the beach with no shoes. And I'm going to my country. We go to the mm-hmm. beach with too much shoes and towels. Yeah, nobody yeah. <laughs> gonna take it, right? So we like that's how clothes we wear. Like right. we were like <laughs> with the beach, no shoes, and the, you know it was hot, right? We like, will run, we we'll to run. <laughs> and I remember, I don't know, I remember my mom getting mad. Maybe because my school uniform would be wet or with sand. Like I grew up with the beach, so I was missing that so much. So I think now that's my moment to connect with myself, to ground myself on my roots. I trying to do massages. Every month I do meditation. I have like a whole room where I just put low lights and I just lay on the floor and I just do as much as I can. I think I'm in a strict routine and even if some things on my routine doesn't sound as fun that I do it for fun or is relaxation, it relaxes me because it get my head out of work. Every morning I go to the b to the, sorry to the gym. I have my routine. I know what I'm posting. I schedule everything in my life a little more in detail than I used to. Now I don't cook like I'm not good at cooking. So now cooking it became a thing that takes my head out of work because I to read this recipe I have to like make sure that I'm focus is not, I burn everything on the kitchen. (laughs) So I think cooking, going to the beach, massages, and of course, having that moment, silence. I think now I appreciate silence a lot. Like I want to go myself, nobody talking. I don't own a TV in my house. So I hate to listen to things that I don't want to listen to. And I know when you live in a house with other people, maybe they listen to something. I don't care about the news. If I need the news, I can go and Google what is going on. So I try to stay inspired and away of things that made too much noise for me.
0: <laughs> I don't know if that makes I sense. I love that.
2: Absolutely. I, I'm the same.
0: So I don't, know it's my age. I don't know. But since, <laughs> like, right? I'm like, yeah. You've like, yeah. got right. another thing that we're lining up on, but space, silence has definitely been a big thing for me this year is just being able to put myself because we are so active if it's behind the chair, if it's on tour, if it's um, on a fly teaching classes, we're constantly on. So having the ability to be able to shut off, I think is extremely important for everyone. And I, that's one of the big things for me this year also. Another thing for me is journaling so writing down your the morning and then following up in the afternoon or evening about wrapping up the day it allows to free up your mind to allow you to be more creative to do those photo shoots to think about what it is that we're doing at our in the next week next quarter next hour next day whatever that may be to to release those thoughts really helps also meditation yoga and 2024 i think is is really about harmonizing and the balance between the two of working what we're doing and uh i think we've had an amazing experience over the
2: past couple of years too to ramp up again. Yep. And knowing yourself, you know, knowing what makes you feel good, right? You're the best person to decide that. Don't let anybody decide that for you. So it may be with your kids, playing, going outside, make you feel good. It might look different for all of us, but I think uh, you have to have time to understand who you are, what you need, how you want that to be. Remember, at the end of the day, it's your life. Right. Do what what makes you feel good.
0: Do what makes you happy, because at the end of the day. This is what we're going to be remembered for. I
2: agree. And this is your own life. Yeah. And. I mean, we're going to be here.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: And Fast Foils makes me happy. I love that. Just Be Salon makes me happy. My family, my partners, and being here with you today oh, makes me boy. extremely happy
2: I know. and yeah. no,
0: thank you so much for joining. And I'm going to end it with this. I think our next episode is a cooking class <laughs> <laughs> wow. with Ben and Liza, and we are going to cook something because I have a hospitality background and I know how to cook. No. So. <laughs>
2: So where can everyone find you? I mean, everywhere. <laughs> Just kidding. No. Um, but basically, we show up everywhere. You will be everywhere. <laughs> if you put Your coordinates are everywhere. But um, L-E-Y-S-A, Laysa. That's the way you spell my name. If you don't spell it right, it won't happen. But Laysa Hair and Makeup is my Instagram for a pop of inspiration. A little more personal. And I have the education page. Forever Girls Academy, and that would be for a strict education. I also have a podcast because to invite you over. Maybe maybe we do a reverse. Right? <laughs> and that's my American Vida. And I share my experience growing up in Cuba and coming the entrepreneur that I'm today. So uh, that's all I have up there. My website is on all the links on Instagram, everywhere, Laysan, you will find me.
0: And thank you for joining today. Thank you for having me. Uh, Miami is amazing. And we'll definitely be seeing you on the show circuit and uh, following your education. So thank you so much for being here today.
2: Thank you for having me. you welcome. such a good time. Thank you.
1: Happening next month, the Versus Race Summit on March 17th to 20th, a three-day educational summit for stylists. Visit colorculture.com to register. Also happening next month, the one-day, one-ticket at Beauty Changes Lives. Small steps to make a huge impact. Visit beautychangeslives.org for more information. Thanks to everyone for listening to Tease Talks with Ben Barkworth to hear about our stories and all the ways you can grow your career in the hair industry. Stay tuned for the next episode and don't forget to follow me at Ben underscore Barkworth and at FastFoils to keep up with our stories.
0: Tease Talks is a Tease Media production. This episode was
1: produced by Monica Hickey and Mandolin Hickey. Brian Daly is our editor and audio engineer. Thank you to our creative team for putting together the graphics for this
0: episode.